back to episode nine. We are kicking this one off finally back in the studio, our little makeshift studio at least. I hear that they've got uh, a big one in the works for us because people are so enamored by the podcast that we said... And who is they? Who is this who, they? Who writes the checks? Whoever's writing the checks for <laughs> they. us, they're building out the podcast. D. Lilly is giving us the hookup on a new studio, apparently. You know what? But this studio feels like home. I and, guess. Uh, let's keep it I have coffee. Today. There we go. Nice and cool day. We're not even advertising anybody. Good. There we go. No, because we're not selling from the stage. We, are we don't sell from the stage. <laughs> we do not. Speaking of Why are we here? <laughs> speaking of selling from the stage. So, we got to recap in episode eight uh, a little bit of what we saw at the CO2 Summit in Chicago, put on by Gas World. It was awesome. Uh, and, and we really kind of focused on conversations that we had uh, with the attendees, with the delegates. Uh, but today, we kind of want to run through and summarize Jeff's presentation. I did see Jeff's presentation stated as bold, as he made some predictions. Um, but I will also say this, in the time I've known Jeff, I am yet to see him be wrong. So, head's getting big, I'm going to get pushed out of the screen. Um, but. It, it was. I mean, I think I think your presentation, it closed the session, it took people by storm, and we're excited to hear you kind of walk through it today uh, for our audience. I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> I just say a lot of things, so sooner or later I have to be right. The, something about a blind squirrel. Well, or when you're right, something. it's so shocking. Yeah, it, that's, it is. It wipes that's out all the wrongs, right? even better. Yeah. So... What do we have today? So there was a little bit more to the overall uh, presentation that I put on and the, and the mentality philosophy that went into it. Uh, a lot about uh, uh, innovators dilemma and the future, but this is all about the future. So as Luke noted, it was the, uh, the, the, uh, the closing part of the session for our tact. So I didn't want to just kind of rehash what everybody else has already talked about all day long, whether it's 45Q, whether it's biogas, whether it's this technology, that technology, shortages. So I thought I'd make some predictions. Uh, so I had four predictions that uh, we went to and, and presented there. We're going to kind of just cover them today for this this uh, this audience here. Famously so, coined as Jeff's four predictions. Jeff's four. Look here. If I don't, can we get I, a point, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm actually pointing at anything that uh, above Jeff's that, uh, that, yeah, somewhere in there. His four predictions. So prediction. now we're putting it on Lily right. to be able to edit yeah, that in. Yeah, Lily here, right <laughs> here. Anyway, so prediction number one of the disruption of commercial supply of CO2 for the future. Prediction number one, where you get your CO2 from today will not be where you get your CO2 from tomorrow. And by tomorrow, I mean like three to five years from now. Prediction number two, who you get your CO2 from today will not be who you get your CO2 from tomorrow. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Number three, what you pay for CO2 today will not be what you pay for CO2 tomorrow. And lastly, and this makes a little bit more sense when there's 300 people in an audience at the Gasville conference, but 50% of the people in that audience, so 50% of the people of you watching, hopefully you'll still be watching, but 50% of the people in the audience will not be here next year at this conference. Um, I'd like to say 50% plus one because they're certainly not inviting Jeff back after that prediction. So, they might. Yeah, they might. We're going to have to stand in Ga for him. Gas World loves me, <laughs> I think. <laughs> maybe maybe not. <laughs> so, so, anyway, let's just go through those really quick. Yeah, sure. So, where? Where you get your CO2 from today will not be where you get it from tomorrow. We've talked about this a lot, but it kind of broke it down for the group there of, uh, you know, kind of you know summarizing all the different places. So, why not? Well, 45Q, we've talked about it a ton. It's viable. It made 
alternative sources viable, it made sequestration viable, which makes everything else uh, viable. So at $85 a ton for sequestration, if you can sequester, you're most likely going to. So, so those sources of CO2, you know, the wares, are, they're going to diminish greatly. At $50 a ton, people talked about it and it seemed interesting, but nobody was doing it. At $85 a ton, we have heard of multiple projects that were kind of mothballed a year or two years ago have come back online. So OCI, uh, uh, Iowa Fertilizer, multiple others. Uh, people are starting to release the purse strings and spend money on this for real now uh, and not just talking about it. The domes, we've talked about this as well, but the domes, uh, you know, they, the Denbury has three domes themselves or three, three uh, wells that they are now sequestering into. You don't think they see the writing on the wall of the future of their business. You cannot get paid to take it out of the ground or take it out of the ground for free, but get paid to put it into the ground sooner or later, right? It's not, it, it's not viable. Again, as always, nothing against Denbury or nothing against the domes. They've been a viable source for, for a very, very long time for this country. But you have to believe sooner or later, we will not be taking the CO2 out of the ground. So that again, the where, that, that's gotta go away. Uh, blue, it's on the way. What does blue mean? Well, if you're involved in hydrogen in any way, shape or form, you know that there's a whole litany of colors of, of hydrogen. Uh, the most important one being green. Uh, the second most important one being blue. What does that mean? So blue means when you produce hydrogen, you must capture all the CO2 that's generated when you produce that hydrogen and sequester it. So you cannot release CO2 into the air while you're producing hydrogen. Uh, green means you are using renewable energy sources like wind or solar and, and you capture any of the CO2 that is produced during the process. So basically it's zero emission. That's green, blue hydrogen. Right now we have basically all brown hydrogen, which means we burn coal, we, we run electro, electrolysis on these systems uh, or, or uh, SMRs and we produce hydrogen. I equate it very much to like a, you know, your, your electric vehicle, right? Your, your vehicle is green because wow, water vapor coming out of the tailpipe. You forgot to think about where did that uh, power come from, right? That is not green unless it came from wind or solar or you capture all the CO2 off that power plant, which we currently do not. So because of that, what if, does CO2 go green? Does, you know, is, does, does power generation, do we need that to be blue in the future? If that's the case, you know, we're going to see way more sequestration. But again, the hydrogen, the ammonia is already blue. So because of ammonia, they're, you know, not, not, let me rephrase that. They're not already blue. They're going blue. Uh, technologies are going to drive it to be more blue. Um, there's a big push on that. That is going to reduce the overall supply of CO2 in this market. The pipelines, we've talked about pipelines. Siri's talking to me now. Thanks, Siri. Uh, Siri has a she's he's big into the pipelines. Pipelines, they're they're coming on board again with with the uh, with the forty five Q eighty five dollars a ton. In order to sequester, we have to have a place to sequester, which we do. We've got domes, but you can't just you know carry it in a bucket and dump it in there. We need pipes, and uh, so there's multiple companies, several companies that are building these pipelines out. They will come on stream in the next couple of years. Yeah, three to five. I mean, yeah, three to five. Yeah, it, it doesn't exist today. Yep. But there, there's permits. There's, there's easements happening. There's all sorts of this things. Is more that, than an idea. Billions and billions of dollars, upwards of ten billion dollars, already invested uh, in or or plotted to be invested to for these pipelines. Uh, and then the last one's the stigma. Uh, what does that mean? Well, 
we talked about, you know, look, uh, you know, my CO2 goes into my food and it goes into my beverages. I don't want it coming from biogas, from landfills, from cow manure. Um, when we don't have other sources of CO2, you're, I think, going to stop carrying as much. And for the most part, does anybody really know where your CO2 comes from? Right. Uh, do we know where our power comes have from? You ever yeah, that question? yeah. I, mean, I, I have no earthly course, clue. It's so close to home for us, but for yeah. your, your end user that knows nothing about yeah. CO2, you know, yeah. do I have my can of Coke or do I not? Absolutely. And at the end of the day, CO2 is CO2 is CO2 at beverage grade, at food grade. There is a standard that is set forth. The chemical makeup is what's important, not where it ultimately started from. It's where it is at the end when you get it. So all of those things put together, it's the where. It's going to dramatically change the, the current sources that we have today. So where and who. I've talked about this a lot already, but yeah, so 45Q, green, blue, alternatives. What are some of those alternatives? You know, where else will we get it? And the reason it's a where and a who is because the where, coming off of biogas, uh, coming off of a landfill or things like that, instead of having a 500, 1,000 ton per day plant, you got a landfill, you might get 30 tons per day. Right. Right, so you got landfills, you got agricultural waste, uh, you've got wastewater sludge, you've got other sources of CO two, but hydrogen generation generation on small scale because hydrogen generation on on the big scale, you get a fifty ton hydrogen plant that produces a tremendous amount of CO two more than we could possibly need in any regional market. But the reason that is is it's going to change the distribution model some. Thirty tons per day doesn't help anybody aggregate thirty tons per day from multiple sources. Now it does. Uh, are, are the current gas distributors, are they going to modify their behavior and do that? I don't know. So that's why the who comes in. The where and the who, who's, who's geared up to do that? Are we going to be more local and regional with our CO2 than we are today? Are you going to have national distributors of CO2 or is it going to be very, very regional? That, again, that, that's what we'll have to get fleshed out a little bit. Uh, natural gas boilers, we're already doing this uh, here uh, starting up, and we're going to do more of it. And you're going to see more of it here in this country. If you're producing, to, if you're using and burning natural gas to you know, make steam or, or boil water, generate heat, you generate CO2. We can capture that CO2. It's less clean to start with, so it costs more to do it. We'll talk about that in a second. But again, those are small micro producers relative to you know a dome that's producing 6,000 tons per day you know in this country we use roughly 36,000 tons per day uh, so somebody doing 30 tons 50 tons 60 tons again it's going to change everything so uh, pipelines um, again we already talked about it they're coming faster they're happening so what if, you know what if you had a pipeline and you take some of the gas off of that pipeline let's use that what if you capture your own and service your own and you don't rely on any distributors whatsoever. So all of these things, the where and the who, all really can start to change. So the last one, second to last one, what you pay, right? Um, Now, CO2 in this country is, we already did a whole thing, but it's cheap, abundant supply of CO2. What do we do? We we cancel cheap. We cancel cheap. We cancel abundant. and we got canceled. Um, no, probably will one day. For, for, <laughs> Apparently, yeah, Gas World's canceling me. I don't know. I'm a zombie or a cat, one or the other. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so because we have cheap, abundant supply of CO2, you know, none of these things became viable. So, given all that, mm-hmm. what is the least amount that you would sell? What's the lowest? 
price you would sell CO2 on the market for? Yeah, softball one for me, the obvious answer is $85 because that's what At least, minimum. But now, Bare exactly, minute. factor yeah. in, I have to get into distribution or stay in distribution. You know, the headcount there, the challenges with the logistics. I mean, 85, it's it's certainly higher than that. Sales team, distribution costs. And yeah, so, absolutely. So, so much more than just the 85, yeah. that's the new floor. So if I, can, if, if I can sequester it, if I have that capability in my operation to capture it, sequester it, and get my tax credit, why? Why would I sell it for less than $85 or like you said? It's probably 120, 130 right. just, just to start is now our, our baseline retail cost. So what you pay today mm-hmm. will not be what you pay tomorrow given that. Additionally, we talked about the wares, right? The different sources. Those are not as clean as uh, you know uh, ammonia and ethanol and domes, right? So there's a lot more purification that has to happen. What's really, really expensive and what do you need the most of in purification? Well, sorry. Are we playing? Are we playing? Are we playing rugby now? <laughs> like, wow. Anyway, what's really expensive is electricity, energy. Hey, wow. I don't even know where to go. With that. Oh, I'm falling apart. Falling apart. I was there. I was like thinking about my head. I was like, it's really sad that Jeff might call an asshole for not. Wait, we're still taping. Anyway. All right, reset. Reset. No, there. She can splice it. Just say, what is the most expensive? I'm good now. <laughs> I <literally> just <laughs> Please save me that clip. Because I was feeling keep going, bad. Keep going. Before the reporter dies. All right. Okay, so what is the... Go ahead. Um, right. So, given that, though, now, what, we talked about the, the, the other sources, right? The wares, the other wares. Well, those are not as clean, not as pure as, you know, uh, ammonia and ethanol and domes. So what, what is the most expensive cost component and, and, uh, and necessary to purify those other sources? Yeah, it's your cost of power for sure. So your operational Absolutely. expense it skyrockets okay. from where it's at. Right Especially now. right now with natural gas prices where they are, but hopefully we'll see those go down in the next five years. But yeah, so the, even all things else being equal mm-hmm. for the new sources, even without the $85 a ton, even the new sources, they cost more to clean to get them up to that food grade, beverage grade, landfill gas and... and and, and uh, ag waste gas, things like that. So it's got to go up. So so you kind of see the little graph here on our screen, volume, aggregation, transportation. Because we now are going to aggregate smaller units and local and regional and new, so, and you've got to truck those around and transport Add those around. lower purity to start. Add, yeah, right. absolutely. All those things, you have to believe that the cost and price of CO2 is going to increase over time. So those are the three main predictions. And the fourth one was, 50% of the people aren't going to be here next year. Yeah. And Why? Why is that? Unpack, right. Because Why? it's a pain point today, right? We have some of the producers of CO2, especially here in the Southeast where we are offline for the next, you know, 10 weeks. When they come back online, when CO2 is abundant again, because as we said, the infrastructure is not there for sequestration yeah. yet. I say December. By December. This problem goes away in the short term. What does that do for all of you? Yeah. It gives you time to be proactive so you can forget about this. Right, we can we can walk away and stick your head in the sand. Fixed, and it's been cyclical like this in the past. Absolutely, but we believe the next time it hits, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, it's for real. The shovels need to be in the ground now, so we're ready two years from now. It's gonna happen, and the ones that are proactive are the ones that won't be paying. $200 $200 a ton because you've you've identified alternative sources, you've identified partnerships, you've identified capturing for yourself, all sorts of things that, that you know, obviously we can help with. And that's what we do and think about all day long is how do we ensure that the who, where, 
why and what don't impact our business because CO2 is a very critical ingredient and critical component to all of your businesses. And it's something we'll always need. We need more of it, not less of it, but it's gotta be cost effective. For sure. I mean, who are you relying on? What are you relying on? And that's not throwing shade at any any group, person, whatever. They're just questions you need to be thinking about and you better be very confident and feel very strong in your answer. And so we're here to have conversations. Seriously, uh, this was an awesome presentation by Jeff. I hope that you all take it serious at home. Reach out if you have questions. We do wanna help you kind of navigate what we are seeing. We're in this every single day. So, um, you know, this is what we're, we're, we're uh, living and breathing. So at the end of the day, the three takeaways that we closed up the, the, the event with were this, what we just said, this is short term. The pain is short term, but the future state is, is not changing. It's coming. It's coming fast. So because of that, change the way you think about CO2. You're going to pay different. You're going to get it from somewhere different, and it's going to come from somewhere different. And so you know, the who, the where, and the how much, those will change. The ultimate question is, will you? Absolutely. And scene. That's awesome. Thank you. We'll see you soon.